and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. Of course, the truth is God's Word. And the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. Welcome back. This week we're going to be talking, unfortunately, a little bit more about COVID-1984 and primarily in regards to the vaccines which are forthcoming, that we hear so much about, and a little bit about the origins of the World Health Organization, the United Nations, the New World Order, and why they're so caring about vaccines all the time, and what Bill Gates has to do with it. And yes, there are conspiracies involved. And I'm actually going to be, I'll start off with this verse, just from the Bible right here, Acts 23, 13. And they were more than 40 which had made this conspiracy. That was a conspiracy that was being put forth to kill the Apostle Paul. Obviously, they performed a conspiracy. They joined together and conspired with Judas to betray the Lord Jesus Christ. They conspired to crucify the Lord Jesus Christ. Conspiracy is merely when two or more people agree with each other to do something. It's a plan. And I would say that the Bible is clear The devil certainly has a plan, but he's not going to win. We know who's going to win. The Lord Jesus Christ wins always. God wins. And he already has the victory right now. The most important victory over sin, death, and hell. He died for your sins on the cross. He was buried. He rose again on the third day in fulfillment of the scriptures. And he went back, ascended up into heaven, and he's coming again. Okay, Jesus died, he was buried, and he rose again. So if you believe on him, put your faith in him to forgive you of your sins, you will be saved, okay? Trust in him alone. Now, the world is getting darker, and that's a little bit about what we're talking about, but it's not to be fearful. This is to educate. So in today's show, I'm going to actually play a lot of clips from some other videos. Some of them are my documentaries that I made in years past about these topics, which are now even more so prevalent in the news, and unfortunately. So I'm going to be playing a lot of clips. Just another verse I want to read is Psalm 2, 1 through 4. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder, and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Okay, So these rulers, these are the elite, so to speak. These are the 
leaders of the world, the kings of the world. They're joining together. The Bible says they're going to join together and they are joining together. They're all of the same spirit, the spirit of Antichrist that is in the world working right now. And they're joining together and they're making plans, plans against the Lord and against his anointed. Now it's happened all through the ages and it's going to continue to happen until finally Jesus Christ is going to split the sky open and come back and they're still going to try to make a war against him. And they're going to be sent to everlasting torment in the lake of fire because they will lose that war. You heard of the six-day war? This will be the, I don't even know if it'll be a nanosecond. So I'm going to mention these documentaries that I made, Agenda 21, which they now have changed to Agenda 2030, and another DVD, which was about the Georgia Guidestones. I'm going to be playing some clips about those because they reference information that's very foundational and very important to understand how deep these people are involved in the vaccination programs. They're not all doctors. They're New World Order people who believe and they have an ideology, a satanic agenda to depopulate the planet. Depopulate. Not put a cap on it, not slow it down, depopulate. And there's more evidence of that than you could stand to read about with Bill Gates. Bill Gates himself said, uh, First, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. So let me get this straight. So first of all, vaccines has something to do with lowering the population. Health care has something to do with lowering the population. I get the part about reproductive health services. That would be abortion and sterilizing people. But what he wants to do, as we're going to see right now in these clips they have the technology and they promote and they they crave to sterilize people through these vaccine programs and the united nations and the world health organization are at the forefront of it taking a listen to this the rockefeller foundation the united nations population fund world bank and world health organization developed the task force on vaccines for fertility regulation just four years after the Rockefeller Foundation launched massive funding operations into anti-fertility vaccines, the task force was created under auspices of the World Health Organization, World Bank, and UN Population Fund. Quote, The task force acts as a global coordinating body for anti-fertility vaccine research and development in the various working groups and supports research on different approaches such as anti-sperm and anti-ovum vaccines and vaccines designed to neutralize the biological functions of HCG. The task force has succeeded in developing a prototype of an anti-HCG vaccine. One of the task force members, P.D. Griffin, outline the purpose and trajectory of these fertility regulating vaccines. Griffin stated, quote, The task force has continued to coordinate its research activities with other vaccine development programs within WHO and with other international and national programs engaged in the development of fertility regulating vaccines. 
In August of 1992, a series of meetings was held in Geneva, Switzerland regarding, quote, fertility regulating vaccines. According to the document, fertility regulating vaccines classified by the WHO as a limited distribution. Present at those meetings were scientists and clinicians from all over the globe, including then biomedical researcher of the American Agency for International Development and current research chief of USAID, Mr. Jeff Spieler. In 1986, Mr. Spieler declared, quote, A new approach to fertility regulation is the development of vaccines directed against human substances required for reproduction. Potential candidates for immunological interference include reproductive hormones, ovum and sperm antigens, and antigens derived from embryonic or fetal tissue. Recent advances in biotechnology, particularly in the fields of molecular biology, genetic engineering, and monoclonal antibody production are bringing anti-fertility vaccines into the realm of the feasible. Quote, vaccines interfering with sperm function and fertilization could be available for human testing by the early 1990s, Spieler wrote. Disturbing to say the least. Now, a, two, a 2017 study um, showed the, the WHO's popular DTP vaccine is killing more Africans than the disease that it pretends to prevent. Vaccinated girls suffered 10 times the death rate of unvaccinated children. Bill Gates, there you go. That's him at his lowest, at his well, I think he probably wants to do a little better. He wants to, now he wants to force vaccinate the entire world. That's his little pipe dream. So now we need to start t- talking about what does this have to do with COVID-19 and the vaccine that they are planning to thrust upon the whole earth, okay? We're going to have to get into this more when we come back. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford, open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music. Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Since 2016, KJV Prepper has been providing quality, original Christian apparel and gear that will witness to non-believers and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original and all apparel is printed here at the KJV Prepper Workshop in beautiful upstate New York. Visit kjvprepper.com for effective Christian apparel, worn to worn. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. We do have some brand new coffee mugs just released that say Jesus Christ Matters. They're 15-ounce ceramic mugs with the Jesus Christ Matters design in black and white. And KJV Prepper Safety is of the Lord logo on the other side. If you drink coffee like I do and you like to have mugs and you like to collect them, they're at kjvprepper.com. Getting back to today's show, 
Unfortunately, we're talking about the COVID-1984 issue that we're all living through. And we're going to get back to some informational clips from several videos. So I'm going to bring in some clips from a recent interview that was banned by YouTube with uh, Dr. Kaufman being interviewed by Spiro on BitChute. And I'll put the link to this video. Now, they fact-checked. They fact-checked him, okay, the doctor. What that is, if you don't know what that is, that's when they check the video, and if it has too many facts in it, too much truth, they ban it. If they find too many facts that they don't want you to know about, they they cancel it. So we're going to take a listen to these clips. They're a little long. Pay attention. Go back if you need to. Take notes. Or, like I said, the links will be in there. You can listen to the entire interview. It's very educational. Moving on uh, to this this vaccine, uh, I have to ask, um, first of all, do you consider yourself to be um, anti-vaccine? You know, do you have some sort of a predetermined bias, either, you know, for or against vaccines? Uh, and then second part of the question is, what is your take on this brand new experimental RNA DNA vaccine, which contains nanotechnology, which, of course, some of these projects are being funded by not only Bill Gates, pretty much in all of them, but also the Department of Defense and DARPA, uh, as the va- vaccine manufacturers are rushing faster than ever before, admittedly, they boast about it, uh, with rolled back regulations and zero liability. Uh, this, to me, sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, well, you know, vaccines already have uh, an arrangement uh, that they have zero product liability. And that was part of a, you know, a federal law that created a special vaccine court with a very limited ability to pay out awards. And it took all the liability from any vaccine manufacturers. So this will be nothing new. And, And that's the only business that I know of that has that freedom from liability, uh, which means that basically it doesn't hurt their bottom line at all if someone dies or gets injured from their product, right? Because they're not responsible for it. So that's no way to, uh, you know, be in business to to make something therapeutic uh, for people, which we know that all therapeutics have risk. So I don't want to put myself into a category or a label about vaccine because I think those are really political distinctions. But what I've done is I've done uh, a lot of research and looking uh, at vaccines. And then I have to say, firstly, that if there's no virus that's been proven to cause disease, then what would a vaccine be protecting us from? It certainly wouldn't be from a virus. So right there, just based on that, I can tell you that vaccines couldn't possibly work in the way that they are claimed to work. But I've, I've gone much farther than that. I've looked at all of the epidemiologic evidence, which is collecting information about, um, you know, how many cases of this disease or that disease uh, occur from year to year. And while there's some errors in that reporting, uh, you can still easily follow the trends. And what you'll see is that for all of the illnesses that are claimed to be, um, you know, uh, disappeared by a vaccine, actually, they disappeared before the vaccine was even available. And uh, there's been some kind of trickery that's been played upon us to believe that the vaccine was responsible for it. Um, But there are so many examples of this. And, you know, the data just comes from the government agencies, uh, just like all the other information that I've been reporting on. Uh, On top of that, you have almost no randomized controlled placebo controlled trials for vaccines. And that is the gold standard for any therapeutic to be approved by the FDA. And they have basically exempted that completely for vaccines. 
So to get a vaccine approved, all you have to do is inject it and show that someone makes an antibody, uh, which I've already explained is very nonspecific um, and doesn't really tell you anything about immunity. So they've been exempted from product liability. They've been exempted from randomized controlled trials. Um, and they've been exempted from essentially any evidence uh, uh, to prove that these things actually do what they say they do. So once again, they must be for a completely different purpose. Now, if we skip ahead to talk about the vaccines that are being developed for COVID-19, these are not the same technology uh, as the prior vaccines. And I think it's quite astonishing that some of these companies like Inovio have claimed to develop a new vaccine within hours, okay, of being given this fake genetic sequence for the virus. And what they're doing is, is they basically want to inject genes into us, and they are using this uh, procedure called electroporation, where they apply an electric current through two extra needles um, in, with the vaccine, that create little holes in our cells that allow the DNA to go inside our own cells. And then they are supposed to then make foreign proteins uh, that supposedly generate immunity. But all I can describe this as is they want to make us into genetically modified organisms uh, because this is the exact same procedure that they would be using to make any other genetically modified organism. And I don't know what property they would like to us to confer to us. I have some suspicions. Like I think uh, infertility is a major uh, goal of this program. And that's been articulated pretty clearly by Bill Gates on several occasions. Um, but yeah, they want to make us genetically modified organisms. And that is the, the purpose, in my opinion, of this vaccine program. And I was going to, my next question for you, Dr. Kaufman, was going to be, uh, you know, your view on the agenda, which I know is not a, a scientific uh, or medical question, but just as an individual, as you're seeing this unfold, like the rest of us, you know, uh, you know, as this crisis unfolds and this apparent agenda is keep pushing forward. Um, I think you pretty much answered that question, unless there's something else you'd like to add. Uh, in well, you know, I mean, in an unprecedented way, we see all of the governments around the world, with very few exceptions, all adopting the same policy at the same time frame, right? This tells us that this is a highly coordinated effort, right, internationally, and, that, and it tells us that there is a group of people or, or individuals who are directing the governments essentially what to do, right? And so this is very compatible with, you know, this globalist agenda uh, moving towards a one world government and with tighter control over the population, with a reduced population, uh, with a new financial uh, monetary and currency system. Um, and there's evidence for all these aspects. And I think the overall plan has been well laid out in the United Nations document, uh, Agenda 21, later changed to Agenda 2030. Um, there are many other supporting documents, like you mentioned, the Rockefeller uh, document, and, and there are several others that essentially give all the details to this plan, and they all correlate with the policies that are taking place right now. So I think if you want to know what's coming in the future and what the overall agenda is, you can simply study those documents and you'll see pretty clearly uh, where we're at and where we're headed. Educational, as I said. The next one I'm going to be playing is from Dal Bigtree, 
He has a show called High Wire. I'm not really sure all the different platforms that it's on. If you search for it, you'll find it. And they are discussing how dangerous these types of vaccines are and how they can actually cause your body to overreact and tweak when they encounter the real virus. Check this out. This is an issue we have been covering, but just to refresh your memory about immune enhancement, this is a video we played all the way back in April, I believe April 9th. This is Dr. Peter Hotez, one of the scientists that attempted to make or has been attempting to make a coronavirus vaccine for a very long time. Get ready, grab your notebooks. We're going to get in the weeds on this one. If you care to know, the high wire is where you're going to find out. This is Dr. Peter Hotez. One of the things that we're not hearing a lot about is the unique potential safety problem of coronavirus vaccines. Uh, this was uh, first found in the early 1960s with the respiratory syncytial virus uh, vaccines. Some of those kids who got the vaccine actually did worse, and I believe there were two deaths in, in the consequence of that study. Because what happens with certain types of respiratory virus vaccines, you get immunized, and then when you get actually exposed to the virus, you get this kind of paradoxical immune enhancement phenomenon and what how and and we we don't entirely understand the basis of it but we recognize that it's a real problem for certain respiratory virus vaccines that killed the rsv program for decades now the gates foundation is taking it up again but when we started developing uh, coronavirus vaccines and our colleagues we noticed in laboratory animals that they started to show some of the same immune pathology that resembled what had happened 50 years earlier so, so we said oh my god this is going to be problematic oh my god this is going to be problematic that was what peter hotez was saying when he was attempting to make a coronavirus vaccine there were studies that were done, trials that were done when there was a SARS coronavirus back in the early 2000s. What Peter Hotez was talking about, multiple drug companies set out to make a SARS coronavirus vaccine. They all had the same problem. Let me take you through one of these studies. This is an immunization with SARS coronavirus vaccines leads to pulmonary immunopathology on challenge with the SARS virus. It goes on to say, uh, talks about necrotizing vasculitis was prominent in medium and large blood vessels. But let's go down to the dark letters. All mice exhibited histopathologic changes in lungs two days after challenge, meaning two days after they were actually put in contact with the virus, including all animals vaccinated or given live virus influenza vaccine or PBS, suggesting infection occurred in all. The histopathology seen in animals given one of the SARS-CoV vaccines was uniformly a Th2 type immunopathology with prominent eosinophil infiltration confirmed with special eosinophil strains. The pathologic changes seen in all control groups lacked the eosinophil prominence. It went on. This is another article conclusion. Same study. Here's the conclusion. These SARS-CoV vaccines all induced antibody and protection against infection with SARS-CoV. However, challenge of mice given any of the vaccines led to occurrence of Th2 type immunopathology, suggesting hypersensitivity to SARS-CoV components was induced. Caution in proceeding to application of a SARS-CoV vaccine in humans is indicated. Caution, don't move forward with human trials. Very simply put, 
these animals developed antibodies. The vaccine didn't seem to be hurting them, so it seemed safe. But then when they were challenged with the actual virus, injected with the actual coronavirus, something happened. The antibodies didn't seem to protect and neutralize and kill off the virus. In fact, it seemed to help the virus penetrate the body and cause major problems. All these um, studies had different issues, but talked about vasculitis, talked about upper respiratory illnesses, organ failures, very, very catastrophic results. Well, at the end of that, it said, you know, be careful moving forward with human trials. Well, guess what? We are now in the human trials. We're moving into third phase trials. We are deep into this. And now, suddenly, a lot of scientists are weighing in saying, have we figured out this problem yet? Do we even know what this problem is? There you are, coronavirus vaccine voters, wary of errant antibodies. Oh, well, you know, it's about time. Wow, and yet they march forward at warp speed. Moving on, um, for for those of you who, and I know I mentioned the New World Order once in a while, I just, I may want to play a short clip here. The most disturbing aspect of it is the actual foundation of the United Nations and who was involved and what their stated goals and their real purpose exists for. And it might not be what you always thought. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. The first general director of the United Nations Educational Science and Culture Organization, UNESCO, Fabian socialist and secular humanist, Julian Huxley, brother of Aldous Huxley, stated, the task is to help the emergence of a single world culture. Now we can see a new world coming into view. A world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. A world where the United Nations is poised to fulfill the historic vision of its founders. It was a phrase that I often used myself, that we needed a new world order. And the hope that each of us has to build a new world order. A new world order. To bring China into the creation of a new uh, 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 world order to lead in shaping a new world order. Well, wrapping up, I just want to discuss very shortly here that here in New York, there are several bills coming before the Senate that will allow health care practitioners to vaccinate children um, under 14 without parental consent, forced vaccination and medical treatment and mandating flu vaccines for daycare, mandating Gardasil 9 for children born on or after January 1st, 2009, mandating vaccines of adults, mandating, you know, so I would urge you to check into the what's going on in your state and get involved. Don't just sit idly by, okay? Stand up, raise up your voice, prayerfully consider, you know, calling or writing to your representatives, um, and do your part after you've researched it to make your voice known what your opinion is and whether or not you consent to this. It's very important. They bank, no pun intended, on us being lazy and doing nothing. 
that's our that's our default way of giving them consent to violate us and rule over us as slave masters basically thank you again for listening god bless you all i hope you tune in again next time be strong truth dealer radio is listener supported if you are led to support this ministry there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com truth dealer radio no matter what time zone you're in it's truth o'clock truthdealerradio.com you keep talking about jesus some folks out there just might be listening